Can you start recording? Then? Can you start recording? What? I can't hear you. Recording. So from your mouth, it looks like you're saying, give me a blowjob. Some things you should just rise above, but I've no intention of doing that. Welcome to Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds. The Dyslexic Episode. Recording. No, I'm not. I'm not. No. No, I am recording. I'm not going to do that. That's disgusting. I don't want to. <laughs> this is like this is going back to last week. You're crossing. So why is that? Why is that sexual um, thing disgusting? Whereas other things I I've said I'm object to, like naked cleaning and everything, they're not disgusting. They're disgusting when you ask me to do them to you. Oh, is that right? It's like, and then sometimes you do cross the boundaries, like when you tell me what your partner's up to and just before you come to, to the podcast and yeah, like, so then when I sign on and you suddenly start telling me to give you a blowjob, that's not okay. Good. Good. But your that. sound is marvellous. Thanks. I've, I've never had you coming in my ear with such crystal clarity. Uh, it's because I've started taking Viagra. Now it's available without prescription. Yeah. Post pandemic, you can order it online. It's brilliant. I would have thought, with all your youth and beauty, you'd be able to keep it up all night. Yeah, I mean, obviously I can, but sometimes you need to go for two or three days. Do you know what I mean? It's like something, a little bit of assistance after the second or third day. Um, a little bit of assistance might. God, this this bit will be cut. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's so nice watching you run yourself into the ground. I know it's like a little reversal of fortune, right? Mm, and it just brings a little bit of joy to my heart, even if I have to cut it. Exactly. It's a little bit like a Sylvester Stallone doing Rambo 29 or something. I haven't fallen over this week. Congratulations. I've actually done a little bit of research to help you with that. Because I love and care for you very much, I've been doing a little bit of research. Uh, Why don't we just have bloody research corner? What a beautiful idea. What would the jingle sound like? Make a jingle up. Go on. I don't know, I'm sure Maria Macarena can think of something. You're a little bit obsessed with Maria Macarena. Have you got a bit of a crush? I've just had her in the on, on the phone crying. Have you, is that is that the sort of woman that you find attractive, like the vulnerable crying sort? Do you do that little patty thing where they lean on your shoulder and you're like that? You like you, you pretend to be the gay best friend and you do all of the support and then at the last minute it's like you, you your tongue goes into the ear and it's like you do a little olive oil dance in there no I'm just being supportive and then it's like and one thing leads to another and then there's Stephen Thompson babies all over the world from the gay best friend no I imagine that's how people with alternative sexualities I imagine that's how they operate I'd say that's another one of your isms and prejudices it's against it's not an ism with... or a prejudice you just it's a gross generalization about people with an alternate sexuality. What does that even mean? Not only do you not even know what it means, you're making gross generalizations about it. Next, you'll be slagging off Norfolk and Suffolk. So, research corner. It would be along the lines of do some research on me, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm gonna research you, ooh, ooh. It would be something along the lines of that. I really like that. You should work in advertising. Meanwhile, uh as I say, I've done a bit of research and I've, I've found some support to help you 
to help you stand up on flat surfaces, to help you with your gravitational challenges. So careco.co.uk. Uh, basically, what we're looking at here are some trolleys to help you. Shopping trolleys. No, not shopping trolleys, Stephen Thompson. You're way past the point of shopping trolleys. You can't steal them anymore or do the sitting in them and going downhill. Although there are lots of hills in Muswell Hill that you can do. No, no, no. I sit in them and go around the supermarket. <laughs> As your partner pushes you, that's very Exactly. Uh, no, these are trolleys to help you stand up on flat surfaces. I have researched the following. Sexy cast trolley, the sexy cast trolley. Uh, $39.99. Sexy cast. Sexy cast. It's $39.99. It's a ridiculous name. Uh, if you want to take it up with the company, by all means, but don't upset them before you've bought the product, because otherwise you're not going to be able no, to... No, you see, I'm not taking it up with the company because they might then start sponsoring us. Then you will get a load of sexy cast trolleys um, and they, unlike the duvets, they won't be something you want or need and therefore you'll just give them to me and I won't want them either. I think you may have just written the next three podcasts. That's amazing. Does that need cutting? No, it needs to stay because you've just <laughs> written the next three podcasts and I want everyone to know how you engineer your own failure. Uh, I want you to own that and I want everyone to own it with you. That's perfect. Don't you dare cut it. So the sexy cast trolley, it's got a lightweight frame, Stephen. It's got a detachable plastic tray. It's got four wheels for easy movement it's got um easy to clean surfaces so if you get a bit messy it's all right because you can do white you can do wiping there's the engineered delivery option basically they will come around and build it for you which is beautiful it's got 56 reviews and an overall rating of five stars can you believe it there's a video but i'm not going to play the video what's the average of age of the view of the people who reviewed it uh hang on let me look that up i'm just gonna uh look that up the average age of the reviewer is 121. Um, that's the sexy cast trolley. Slightly more expensive, but you know what? You've not got long on the earth. Let's pretend we care about you and like you. So this is the uh, deluxe Aero Tenon, the uh, Aaron Tenon. Um, the deluxe what? Aaron Tenon. You got a problem with that? <laughs> no, it's delightful. Carry on. Really? <laughs> As listeners often point out, there's one person who presents this podcast who has a mellifluous voice, mellifluous voice, and one person who has a sort of whiny every voice. Time, the beautiful thing about that is every time you try to say it, you mess it up. And I'll cut it. And there's another <laughs> co-presenter who has a whiny, uh, grating voice. Uh, but occasionally, through that whining, grating voice, becomes a, a crystal clear moment of beauty. And that, that was one when you said the name of that trolley. Can you say it again? Hero Tenon. It's beautiful. Carry on. Uh, so that's $69.99. It's got an, ah, oh, you'll be relieved to know the the it's got an attached handbrake to make walking easy. So if you get a little bit carried away, there's a little bit of an incline, you're going down it, you can pull the brake. It's got a detachable plastic tray, easy to clean surfaces, and it's got four wheels for easy movement. Actually, the first time I fell down, I was on a steep incline. So for all that you go on about me not being able to walk on flat surfaces, and I've got two witnesses, I was walking down a slope when I hit the muddy patch. So the break on that would have been very useful at that moment. Um, so that's, that's, so 
how are you feeling about that one? Well, I think that's more suitable. It's got nine reviews, four and a half stars. Uh, the average age of the reviews for that one is uh, 96. Mm. Um, what's fascinating about that is most of the people are actually aged 72, but there's one person that's aged 137 and pulled the average age right up. A little bit like the average earnings in the UK. So finally, uh, we've got the Hilly Turn, the Hilly Turn adjustable trolley. And that means you could, if you're on a hill, you can turn it. Nice. I like your style. It's almost like you're a writer, except you're not. You're an adapter. Adapter. So um, this one's $89.99, a little bit pricey, but it's all right, because hopefully if I spend some money on you now, you'll leave me something on your will thinking that I cared for you. Uh, so it's got a removable bag attached to this one, so you can do your shopping. It's also easy to fold. Oh, I thought there'd be another joke uh, involving removable bags, but it didn't come. It's got an adjustable, I have no idea what you're talking about. It's an adjustable handle and it's also got brakes too. It's in stock and there is the engineered delivery option. Now, the, the great thing about all of these, of course, is that I'm giving you the non-VAT price because at your age, you are, of course, VAT exempt. Because if you weren't VAT exempt, this would actually be £107.99. But because you're VAT exempt, it's only £89.99. They deliver and assemble your product. They show you how everything works and they take any unnecessary packaging with them when they leave. How cool is that? Yeah, I wonder if they do it naked. So, Grandad, any preferences? The third one, definitely. So you've gone for the most expensive one. Quality always sells. It's just the most expensive one though, isn't it? Yeah, but if it's expensive, it means it's quality. Really? Mm-hmm. Welcome to Muswell Hill. Did you have a very busy week last week? Thank you for asking. The re one of the reasons I've had a very busy week is because I made the mistake, not the mistake, take that back. I made the decision, most of my decisions are mistakes, to be fair. Uh, so you, you very beautifully have set up um, a mailing list for nothing to see here. If you've not signed up to it, listeners, do sign up for it because you'll get loads of exciting things through the email post, such as questions from me. Uh, now, with those existing subscribers, I thought we'd help you out. Uh, and by the way, if you've not signed up to it yet, listeners, do sign up. Um, <laughs> I, um, I thought I'd help you out because you got a little bit lost and a bit confused in the last episode, as well as not being able to stand up on flat surfaces. So I sent our mailing list. Do, do sign up, listeners, if you haven't signed up already, asking them. The question, why do you never see baby lemons? Which was, which was oh, basically, what are you goodness saking at now? I'm still talking about baby bloody lemons. Yeah, I'm trying to help you. Do you not realise that everything I do during these podcasts is to help you live a better life and be a better person? Do you not get that yet? Have you seen any improvement? That's a different question. Am I failing as a, as a mentor? Am I failing as a teacher? Am I failing as an inspirer? Uh, probably. However, my intentions are good. So anyway, I sent the question, why do you never see baby lemons? And you asked me if I'd had a busy week. Stephen Thompson, I've had a busy week because our listeners, vibrant is the word, active is the word, uh, 
basically we got lots of responses that's what i'm trying to say you know you asked me that question the other week about i was trying to tell a story and you said is it going to be a long story is this going to be a long joke you know how you loved when i gave all of that space to arnold holy and their feedback about agatha christie you know that was one of your favorite episodes was a highlight yeah i think settle into that mode okay because we've had a lot. Because listeners, there's at least 10 sheets of A4 paper in we've his had a lot of replies, basically, because we've got a lot of listeners and, so, and they were very engaged. Listeners, if you need a comfort break, cup of tea, whatever you want, just pop out now because you're not going to miss anything. Uh, why do we never see baby lemons? Is his real from Jaywick Sands says it's obvious lemons don't have babies. That that was that was their response. Um Greg Onenheiser. Well, that, that... Go on. No, please have a response. Well, I mean, A, I saw the baby lemons and described them on the podcast, as did you. And B, you gave a very detailed sex education lesson about how baby lemons are created by mummies and daddies, or daddies and daddies, or mummies and mummies. So it's a very uh, strange bit of feedback. Uh, Chris Steele from Linton says, I once saw one that fell out of its tree during heavy winds and an uglier monstrosity you will never see. Matt Wurr from Stanmore says, this is one of those questions that gets repeated all of the time without anyone ever actually thinking about it very hard. Lemons don't fledge until they are almost adult sized and those that don't know what to look for can't tell a baby lemon from an adult one. Barbara Windsor Jr. from Aberwisworth says you never see baby lemons because the little buggers all have asbos and aren't allowed out of their nests until they reach maturity. Barbara Windsor Jr. Yeah. And it's, do you know how Barbara's spelled as well? B-A-R-B-A-R. That's how people with dyslexia spell the name Barbara. I respect that. Uh, Claire from London says you never see baby lemons because I eat them all. That's one of my favourite ones. It's a good one, Claire. Well done. Yeah, good. All right. Keep keep her on the mailing list. She's a good one. Good. Duncan Flight from West uh, Hawthley, H-O-A-T-H-L-Y. We're over he, this joke now. He says, you will never see baby lemons because they are machines in a government conspiracy distract us from the fact that our country is full of foreigners. So it, it would appear that we've got racists on our mailing list. We better cancel the mailing list then, hadn't we? <laughs> I think we should. Uh, Helen Wilshaw from Shropshire says, just five minutes ago, I went to see a baby lemon, which is tucked away in a conifer not far from my back door. I've watched both mum and dad going in and out of the conifer for the last month or so. Amazing. When I go and look, it doesn't seem to bother her. When it's on its own, the little one raises itself out and sticks its little lemony chest out. The downside is I've got lemon poo all over my patio. Oh, well, can't have everything. Lemon poo. Yeah. Is that lemon poo or lemon poo? Nice. Good question. Ray says it's true. You never see oh. them because you aren't looking. Have we got any more of these? Because the, the listeners are losing interest. Oh, we're missing something, aren't we? Right, that's the football section done then. Shall we move on? I know you've made a big effort. Yeah. Getting in that 
introduction, but apart from the fact that there was a whistle and the fact that I was referring to the fact we hadn't yet had our football section, I have absolutely no idea what he was saying and what the connection is with football. You know, if we were a kind of proper company, you'd be pulled up in front of the HR department for your oppression of, of a member of staff. It's like this is a member of your staff that you're constantly kind of using and abusing and, and kind of bullying. Six fact, six fact, here's a six fact. I actually didn't mean to do that, but that's quite funny. Six fact, six fact, here's a six fact. The penis of a honeybee gets ripped off during sex. Oh, I heard that, unfortunately. Well done. What I meant to do was this. Fatball with Darren Stevie. Now that I heard really clearly. Sure, but what happens, Grandad, when your hearing's going, is that what happens is you struggle to hear the kind of multi-layered sound. Yeah, so, exactly. I'm not, yeah. I'm, you're, yeah, you're right. Yeah, so when there's a bit of background noise, it gets harder, doesn't it, Grandad? Yeah, yeah. So when there's a bit of atmosphere, so you've got the referee's whistle, you've got the crowd, you've got a horn. When you give it the layers of real life, it becomes a little bit more difficult. Yes, if we could all speak to you clearly with our mouths really wide. Is that it then? Is what it? I thought, oh, I thought we were going to get a sprinkled baby lemon thing. You, you were looking at the baby lemon fact. If you, you like. were doing a bit of comedy paper shuffling then, and I was waiting for it. Wasn't I? Anyway, the Grand Canyon in the US is the only place where enough pigeons. <laughs> Should we cut that? How's the Norwegian? You're not funny. That makes two of us then. <laughs> I thought instead of baby lemons, you would A, have some Tupperware facts, or B, bring some Tupperware art into it so that I could, and show me so that I could describe it and give Jessie what she wants. We've got to have that Tupperware corner now. Have you got some facts for us? About Tupperware? Yeah, for the Tupperware corner. Yeah, it's spelt with a T, it's spelt with a U, it's spelt with a P, it's spelt with a P, it's spelt with an E, it's spelt with an R, it's spelt with a W, it's spelt with a H, it's spelt with an E, it's spelt with an A, it's spelt with an R. And it's spelt with an E. What is? Tupperware. Mm -hmm. I don't think Jessie's going to like that. You're not? Because the only reason she listens to this podcast is for the Tupperware corner. Well, and she knows how to spell it. What's your point? Why is she going to bother listening if she's just going to hear a word that she knows how it's spelled? Have we had a sex fact yet? I'm so lost. Oh, yes, we did. It was some bees losing a penis during sex. Yeah. Right. How's your week, Stephen? How's your week been? Tell me about your week. I'm so interested. Well, A, I didn't fall over. Good. B, I didn't do any baking. Mm -hmm. C, no cupboards fell off the wall. But and the cupboard's up, but the shelving isn't quite up because his jigsaw broke and then it didn't get mended properly. Uh, I did some gardening. Okay. And that was interesting. I've swept some leaves. So what I also need is a naked gardener. Naked gardener. I like the idea of a naked gardener. I thought you might. Uh, and two. yeah, what, what else have I done this week? I haven't done any writing. Have you done any adapting? Because you don't normally do any writing. You normally just do adapting. I went on an adapting course. Did you? Yeah. What have you uh, adapted? 
And I learned how important adaptation is and that I learned it's looked down upon. And you are one of those people's people with isms and prejudices who look down on people like me who are adapters. And I clean the bathroom floor and I clean the kitchen floor. Wow. When you say clean, what do you mean? Swept it and then mopped it. Do you use any cleaning products? Yeah. What? I don't know. It's that disinfectant that you put into a bucket when you put your mop in it. Hang on. You use a gem. You use general. That you don't have a specific thing that achieves. No, cleaning. I do, but I'm not naming it because I don't want you getting them as sponsors. Because I don't. I can quite happily buy them myself. Right. And it's you that needs things like that. And what will happen is I'll end up with a load of bloody disinfectant things that I'm quite happy to buy myself and I don't want them anyway. And then I'll end up having to give them to you. And then you want those things. And then you're really happy. So it's like lose lose. Right. Or rather win for you and lose for me again. You sound quite bitter. I'm very bitter about Beds of Devon, as you well know. Can you, you can't be bitter about Beds of Devon. They're our sponsor. Can you stop it? Beds of Devon, Beds of Devon, sleep for now and evermore. So the problem with that is that it sounds Oi! like... Oi, you're interrupting the fucking advert. We've got a sponsor. What, you been... more. what, are, what are you playing at? What, what do I even do There's now? There's your cue. There is your cue. I'll give it right. to you for the third time. More. So, it's December. It's almost Christmas. Get Get the one you love, the ultimate gift, the ultimate piece of beauty. Get yourself down to Cockington. Go see Brendan. 15% off uh, if you mention nothing to see here. Beautiful pret-a-porter beds. Um, duvets galore. Amazing mattresses. Uh, they've started a beautiful, especially for Christmas, they've started a beautiful range of luscious lamps. Um, basically... Uh, they're oil-based. Don't raise your eyebrows at me. Uh, yeah, luscious lamps. They're lamps and they're luscious. Um, basically, get yourself down to Cockington. Chat to Brendan. Fifteen percent off. I'm over this. Um, I don't even like duvets. You see what annoys me about you? One of the many like, things. I don't duvets. Who even wants a duvet? Is you, you know do what? I'm a sheet man? myself it's like just give me a sheet and i'm fine i don't even i've do you know i feel compromised i feel like i've sold out beds of devon cockington brendan he loves us we love brendan he's amazing the best quality sort of man that side of stonehenge come on what else is there in cockington apart from beds of devon not very much although i like cockington um it's got their lovely b&b I've not left any packages on their cupboards. Ultimately, Beds of Devon, we love them, they love us. Get down there. Well, what is really annoying about you, one of the many things that is particularly annoying about you, is that you spend hours researching your flipping facts, which bore me silly. And then we get to the Beds of Devon thing, which I actually quite, find quite funny. And then you improvise it and make a complete hash of it. Do you not think for a second that all of that is not conscious? 
I never know. I've, I've debated for so many hours what is conscious and what is not conscious with you, and I've decided that about 99.9% .9 is conscious. But that, I thought, was a genuine mistake. So this is when I get confused again. It's like pop hooray, isn't it? No, because I knew you said pop hooray wrong the first time deliberately. Trebly duvet? Trebly duvet. Oh, yeah, trebly duvet. I wasn't sure about. How's your finish? Is it finished? Sexy cast. Is that finish? Oh, for fuck's sake. Do I have to spell out everything that's happening at you? Did your finish tutor help you with that research? No. Mm -hmm. I was to say it like Nobody that. helps me with anything because as soon as you rely on somebody, they fuck it up. So I just basically do it on my own. <laughs> well, the sex fact man seems quite reliable. We seem to get one of those every bloody week. Yeah, he's the exception to the fucking rule. No, is he? I actually told him not to do any more sex facts and he's ignored me. What is your problem with the sex facts? They've just gone on and on and on and on and on and half the time I can't hear what they are. But that's your problem, isn't it? It's because... <laughs> Basically, yes. Basically. And your like, delight like is... one consistent, solid bit of content that we've got and you're annoyed by it. Yeah, but the only reason you do them is because you know I can't hear them and then I get annoyed. Pardon? <laughs> Precisely. No, I do it because I promised that I would. And I, I'm a big believer in, in... I did it because I said we would do it. And I'm a big believer in integrity and authenticity, moist authenticity. Do I have to cut that bit where you made a mistake? Or was that conscious? Either is acceptable. Everything is welcome here. Your mess, which is the beginning, middle and end, is as welcome as my mess, which is fleeting and occasional, still high up. It's so so romantic, doesn't it, that your mess is fleeting and occasional. Yeah, and yet still high art, whereas yours oh. is consistent and constant and annoying. But the we point is... Know. Sorry, please go on, do interrupt. <laughs> <laughs> no, carry on. No, please do interrupt. I've forgotten what I was going to no, say. please do interrupt. <laughs> No, please do interrupt. <laughs> I forgot what I was no, going to interrupt. Do interrupt, <laughs> please. What is it that you wanted to say? What were you going to say? I can't remember now. Oh, God knows. <laughs> Beds of Devon, Cockington, Christmas special, 15% off, nothing to see here. Get down there, get your loved ones something beautiful. Brendan will be well happy to see you. He's amazing, he's beautiful, and he'll give you 15% off if you mention nothing to see here. Happy Christmas. Well, that's my Christmas present sorted out. Yeah, I thought I might get you the uh, Devon tea cream set. You see, that was another one. <laughs> the Devon tea cream. Why isn't the Devon cream tea? Oh, I know, it's the Devon tea pattern. <laughs> coloured cream. How long did that one take me to work out? But that, that was quite brilliant. Which bit? The Devon tea cream. It's all fucking brilliant. Yeah, I've worked all that out now, but how long did it take me to work that out? Six months of podcast, it was. Basically. Oh, yeah, and, were... um, and I just realised how much I've learned, how much I've learned from you. Uh, do you know what really made me laugh was the fact you keep calling these sessions instead of episodes. <laughs> God, I'm really missing people at the moment. Yeah, shit. Should we do the promote? All right. Should we do a promote? 
genuine promote or indulgent gloat? Uh, heads. Heads. <laughs> what just happened? Genuine promote. Will you shut up? What are you trying to do to my editing? Oh, shut up! It's like working with you. It's like working with you. I just sabotaged your bit of art. I love it. Okay. Yeah, right, good. My genuine promote this week, because you're not doing it, because you always do it, I'm doing it this week, is, drumroll, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton is one of the finest living human beings that are in this world. She's an utter beacon who shines so much light into our world. And when she, uh, I think it was about, I don't know, it was quite a while back, she was in a car accident and she went to hospital and she bonded with um, one of the surgery. He was a top physician there. I think he might've been a professor. Uh, he didn't, he had no idea who she was. They just got talking to each other. Long story short, she ended up talking to his son and they together made a podcast called Dolly Parton's America, which is one of the best podcasts you can possibly listen to. And if you really, really want to learn about America and everything that's going on over there, listen to it. But the other thing was that they're, they're still friends, these two, and she donated a million pounds in his name uh, to, and I can't remember the name of all the companies, but it was one of the companies who were then involved with Vanderbilt, who have, were the second people to come up with the coronavirus vaccine, potential vaccine. Um, and he said that, that the man that she donated his money, uh, the money in his name, he said, it's her money sped the whole process up 10 times, made it 10 times faster finding that vaccine. So she is just one of the most extraordinary, extraordinary people in the world. And anyone who makes fun of her, rethink, read about her life, listen to her. She's an extraordinary woman. And she is one of the people that really make me proud to be a human being and, and glad to be alive. That's Dolly Parton. Stephen Thompson. Darren Cheek. If I should stay, huh? I would only be in your way. <laughs> So I'll go, <laughs> but I know I'll think of you <laughs> every step of the way. And I will always love you. <laughs> I will always love you. You, my darling, you. Mm. Mm. Bittersweet memories. No, I, I, we can cut. We don't need to go any further. <laughs> Are you reading that off the screen, or do you know it by heart? That is all I'm taking with me. Watch my eyeliner. Am I reading? No. So goodbye. Please don't cry. We both know I'm not what you need. And I, Stephen Thompson, <laughs> will always love you. I will always love you. You. Watch my airline. I am not reading. I hope that life treats you well. <laughs> I'm bored of my own joke yeah. now. And I hope you have all you've dreamed of and I wish you joy and happiness. But above this, I wish you 
you know what? There is a, you need to look this up. Uh, there is a goat that does, I will always love you. Okay. I love you, bye. Bye. Can we do the interview tomorrow? Okay, can you just describe to listeners what I'm showing you? A mobile phone. Yeah, and can you now describe to the listeners what it is that I'm showing you? Give me one second. It says 111 add number, which yeah. means that you've never dialed it. No, I've, I've never dialed it, although I'm desperate to now. So that's the Irlutenin uh, trolley. Is, is the woman doing that on the books to ship a contract with us? No. So that needs cutting. Everything he says needs cutting. That was Nothing to See Here with Darren and Stephen, a conversation between two quite brilliant minds. The dyslexic episode. Thank you for listening. Thus, governments throughout the EU have built chasms beneath the many of the continent's famous plazas. Chasms? Yeah. Thus, governments throughout the EU have built... <laughs> What's a chasm? <laughs> so one of us should bring art to this podcast. One of us should just do editing. Right, what's happening next? I'm a bit bored now.